Welcome to this Family Resiliency Center podcast. Today, we're exploring nutrition, obesity, and its relation to cognition in children. We will also discuss how researchers on the topic are contributing to the Family Resiliency Center's groundbreaking research project, Strong Kids 2. I'm your host, Ryan Monahan, communication specialist for the Family Resiliency Center at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. The Family Resiliency Center, or FRC, is a research and policy center that focuses on challenges that affect families, like childhood obesity and food insecurity. Today, we have Dr. Naman Khan with us. Dr. Khan is an associate professor in the Department of Kinesiology and Community Health, FRC affiliate, and principal investigator at the Body Composition and Nutritional Neuroscience Lab, all at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Naman, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. First, tell me about the Body Composition and Nutritional Neuroscience Lab at the University of Illinois. Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, Our laboratory is broadly interested in understanding how uh, diet uh, and obesity uh, interact to influence uh, children's cognitive function uh, and development. So this work is studied in the context of development and growth. We are uh, conducting a variety of different studies looking at different components of diet uh, that may promote uh, certain aspects of attention or memory uh, in children uh, with really the ultimate goal of uh, eventually uh, recommending certain dietary recommendations that we think may be uh, useful for children to follow so they can optimize cognition uh, and achievement throughout uh, childhood. So really the goal is to establish the relationship between obesity among children and how their brains work to help all kids be smarter and have an overall healthier well-being. Correct, yes. Now, Naman, can you talk a little bit about some of the past research you've done to connect the relationship between obesity or heavier weights in children and their cognition? There is a uh, abundance of literature that has uh, shown that obesity in uh, the United States and much of the rest of the world has uh, increased uh, rapidly since the 1980s. Uh, this trend has also been demonstrated in uh, children. And there's a, uh, a wide area of research that has looked at the cardiovascular implications of obesity in children and in adults. However, the area of cognition or brain development has not been studied as, uh, as comprehensively in relation to obesity. So we have done some work to sort of entangle the the origins or determine the origins of the relationship between obesity and cognition. Uh, Our earlier studies were uh, really just to determine whether there are differences in performance in certain cognitive tasks and uh, brain activity uh, between healthy weight children and overweight and obese children. So you did find that there's a relationship between a child's body weight or whether they're overweight or obese and their cognitive function. Correct. So our earlier work uh, indicated that uh, there are some subtle differences between children uh, with overweight and obesity versus those who are healthy weight. Uh, and those differences are really not large at the behavioral level. So, but what we learned was that uh, overweight and obese children went about their task performance uh, in, a, in a different pattern. They utilize their brain resources a little differently in patterns that we would uh, perhaps assume that are not as efficient. Even in children as young as 8 to 10 years of age, we were seeing differential performance levels. You know, as children do uh, simpler relative to harder tasks, we noticed that children would typically who are overweight or obese would tend to, their performance would decline more in more difficult tasks. Uh, Looking at their brain activity, what we noticed was that they were exhibiting patterns of uh, sort of inefficient uh, brain uh, activation response to these tasks. 
So if you're a parent, you're already worried that they're overweight. This seems like something else that they should be worried about. If these studies are showing that now this sort of health of their body composition is having a connection to their cognitive responses, whether it's academically or otherwise, what do you want parents uh, to know about these studies? The area of obesity and cognition and achievement is a controversial area. And uh, we are interested in uh, determining really what are the differences and how do they contribute to the long-term cognitive development of uh, children. Based on our data, uh, you know, I, I don't think there's a, there's a reason to be alarmed. I think, uh, you know, children are developing and there are opportunities to, uh, for them to engage in healthier dietary patterns or physical activity to, uh, to salvage or to, to do just as well as uh, any other children who are high, high performers. What's really important to study really is the trajectory of those children. How do they do, how does that, that trajectory set, uh, you know, lead, what path do the children go down in terms of the year after and the year after. So really, we need longitudinal studies to determine how uh, being overweight or obese in earlier life may contribute to subsequent uh, achievement in, uh, in childhood and then maybe even in adulthood. Dr. Khan is now an investigator with the Family Resiliency Center's Strong Kids 2 project. Strong Kids 2 is the type of longitudinal study Dr. Khan is talking about when it comes to getting more answers about the relationship between obesity and brain cognition among kids. Strong Kids 2 is a pioneering research project which follows participants from birth through toddler age and will provide unique insights as to how individual biology interacts with the family environment in an effort to reduce childhood obesity and promote healthy eating habits in young children. And Naman, your lab has just begun working with the Strong Kids 2 program. So this is a collaboration that we're very excited about. So in this collaboration, we are uh, assessing attention and memory in uh, four and five-year-old children who have been participating in the Strong Kids uh, 2 study. Uh, and uh, this is a study that hopefully we will uh, we'll start collecting data in the next year, in the next few months. And it will really uh, help our understanding of early life factors and not just also physical development, but also nutritional factors that may have contributed to, um, that contribute to cognitive function and development in, uh, in young childhood. Now, Naman, you've already mentioned several studies you've done in your laboratory comparing children who are overweight or obese and levels of cognitions, and you mentioned there were limitations because you didn't know the trajectory of those children prior to the time they came into your lab, or in other words, you really didn't necessarily have data of their development over a long period of time, but working with the Family Resiliency Center Strong Kids program will really take your research to the next level. So one of the advantages of and exciting possibilities of working with the Strong Kids program is that these are children who have been studied uh, really extensively from birth, and we have a lot of uh, historical data on them that uh, now we can merge with their behavioral performance on these cognitive tasks uh, to understand whether the trajectory of development of overweight or obesity or other physical development uh, factors may also contribute to cognition uh, in uh, in young children. And really what's remarkable, Damon, is that the Family Resiliency Center's strong Kids 2 project brings together a transdisciplinary team who not only have data on participants' weight over a long period of time, but these participants, they've been studied since birth, and data has been collected over time on their gut microbiome, nutrition, the mother's nutrition and weight, and the environment in which they live. Now your team will look at the data and its relationship to cognition starting at age four. Correct. So we're actually sort of 
little, I, I would say, late to the party in some ways. We're working with the children at the age four, so we have uh, historical data on these children. So we have, do, we do have an enormous amount of historical data on nutrition. Uh, there are a variety of different questions that we'll be able to answer, and uh, in the collaboration that we have with Strongkins will give us novel data on what the dietary patterns are in four and five-year-olds and how they may contribute to uh, cognition uh, and brain function in children, but also because these, these are children who are participating in a longitudinal study, we'll be able to see whether earlier patterns in nutrition, uh, for example, breastfeeding and you know exclusive breastfeeding or formula feeding and duration, uh, what are their implications for cognition uh, in children in, in age four and five. There have been 451 babies recruited and enrolled in the Strong Kids 2 research project. The last baby was born in the fall of 2017. Daman, how will you be working with these kids as they begin to turn four and five years old? So it's a long-term study. It'll take about four or five years for us to uh, collect all the data of the Strong Kids uh, 2 program. Uh, so, you know, in the next uh, three, four or five years, we'll be recruiting as many of the Strong Kids 2 participants that have gone through the program so far. And parents of the children will record their diet, the child's diet. So we'll be able to link certain dietary uh, factors that uh, we have seen in older children are related to cognition. Uh, we will be able to ask those questions as well. Uh, we are also collecting data on their behaviors in terms of physical activity at age four and five. So we will add some new behavioral uh, measures for the children. Hopefully they'll visit our laboratory for uh, the two visits where we'll be able to measure some the cognitive function and achievement, uh, early academic achievement. Great. Is there anything else you want to say or you want parents or researchers to know anything about what more research is needed? I think the take-home message uh, is really that eating healthy is important across the lifespan. So what we want is to really elucidate what the recommendations that we can make to parents and children uh, in terms of their consumption of particular foods and nutrients that we think are beneficial for cognition uh, and the brain. So, uh, you know, I think what we're determining with our research, at least, is that eating healthy, you know, it's not a big secret, we all, right? We all struggle to get our fruits and vegetables, fiber intake, and our consumption of omega-3 fatty acids. These are all markers of a healthy diet. What we're learning is that these food components and nutrients are vital even in an earlier stage in life. So we should all just endeavor to regularly consume uh, healthier foods and maybe even, you know, that would be beneficial for not just our physical uh, outcomes, but also our cognitive health. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Ryan Monahan. More information on the Family Resiliency Center and the Strong Kids program can be found at familyresiliency.illinois.edu. This Family Resiliency Center podcast was recorded in the radio production studio in the College of Media at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign.